Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Tonight's guest is Sharif Walters, an L.A. based actor who has played in many films, including Savage Land, Chasing Denzel. Obama Land and Shoelace. You can find out more about him at SharifWalters.com. That's S H A R I E F F Walters.com. Now he has a quote that I really like. He says, "Don't quit when you're already in pain. You're already hurt. Get a reward from it." Okay, so I see Sharif is on the line. So let me bring him on the air. Good evening. Hello. All right. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, sir. All right, man. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So we want to start out talking about uh, a hot project you've got uh, you're working on called Brotherhood. Talk about that one. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, Brotherhood is about a uh, a African a African American man who is in the middle of a identity crisis. He um, is running with a neo Nazi group um, gang, and um, he is um, like I said, he is um, he is in battle with with who he is. When he looks in the mirror, he doesn't he doesn't like what he sees, so he tries to change that. And he, and he tries to change it inside of his mind to the point that when he looks in the mirror, he sees someone who's white. Mm. So it just, yeah, it, it justifies his violent actions in regards to other blacks. Uh, and and little does he know that he's being manipulated by the gang that he's running with. So uh, so so yeah, that's the project that I'm working on right now. Okay, and so how far are you into the project? I mean, you know, you're filming, you're and you're editing. When 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 can we see it? Well, well, right now we're uh, as, as a matter of fact, we 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 actually shot the short film roughly three years ago. But we uh, the story was there, but um, it 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 was really poorly executed. So we decided to revamp it, and um, and I wrote the first script. But I put it in the hands of one of my buddies who who just sold a few scripts to Lionsgate, and he took over um, as the writer because I wanted to focus on the acting. And uh, we're we're actually uh, set to shoot August twenty fourth. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm really excited about that. It's uh it's definitely relevant uh, to what's going on right now. And uh, what inspired it was um, a situation that happened to one of my younger brothers. Um, he was confronted. Mm. He um he was confronted by um some some neo Nazi skinhead and a black guy was with him. And mm. and the black and the black man was the aggressor. And mm. when 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 my brother had explained the encounter, I was trying to make sense of it as to what was a black man doing with racist white white boys you know, spewing the N-word and what have you, I said, what what happened in this man's life that would make him do such a thing? And that's what inspired the story. 
So this so this story is going into how he hooked up with a racist neo-Nazi organization. Yeah, man, it's a real heartbreaker. I mean, you know, here in Maryland, we're dealing with uh, was an Army Lieutenant uh, Richard Collins. Uh, tragically, was uh, you know lost his life in an altercation uh, just like that on the uh, University of Maryland. So this is very timely. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. He 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 was stabbed, right? He was stabbed yeah, he stop. stabbed him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, I know that we're living in a climate where you know you know years ago people who were racist were were in the closet, but just with the climate of everything that's going on, people are showing the true colors, and it's it's a very dangerous and scary time, which which definitely inspired us to revisit this script again because, you know, as artists, we're the storytellers, and we have to tell the truth. Right. Um, And uh, so that's what inspired and motivated all of us to go ahead and tell this truth because this is something that that really happened. And, you know, a lot of us deal with identity crisis, self-hate, you know, especially, you know, in the African-American community all the way back to, to slavery. We were, we were basically trained or, or taught or conditioned to hate ourselves. And mm. I mean, which is, I mean, you can look at the violence in our communities now. Um, and I mean, not only in the black community, but just, you know, specifically in our community, like the violence is, is, you know, it's, you know, crazy just in comparison to, you know, other communities. And, and a lot of that is just, do, it, it has to do with self-hate. And I, I personally can identify with that as well. So I knew that this was, this was and and which which is why a movie like Get Out it's uh you know re, 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 relations because it's relevant you know so I think that um, more more stories should come out that deal with the harsh reality of only living in America but being American in America you know yeah that's right that's right so. If you're at liberty to talk just a little bit about um, how you were able to get funds for uh, Brotherhood. Well, um, truth be told, um, I just worked. Uh, like there's no like there was no secret. There was no 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 funding from someone. It, 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 it all came from me. It all came from just the discipline. And work ethic, and 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 just knowing that if I wanted to to get this project made, I would have to do it myself. I would have to raise the money myself. Um, I tried the um, I tried the um, the the crowdfunding and, and things of that nature, but nothing really worked. Um, I tried mm. to reach out on to to friends on Facebook. I have over five thousand friends. And only maybe three donated, so hmm. um, that just that just motivated me, and and and, and it, it taught me that you know, in order to get something done, I was gonna have to do it myself. So basically, I just sacrificed. I worked, I worked seven days a week. I saved my money. Um, you know, 
I didn't go out and spend my money and and, and go party or, or hang out because I had a goal, and and my goal was to get all of my projects made. So all of my short films that you see on IMDb, I funded them myself, and nice. and I didn't I didn't have any help, um, but but that's the beauty of you know of making making films and being an artist. You know, it's like a lot of artists, especially in in LA, they they wait around from for opportunities. They they wait on their managers, they wait on their agents to 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 get them opportunities instead of going out and, and creating opportunities. I mean you can you can look on YouTube, you can look, you know, there's um oh what's that sister's name? She uh she has a show I on HBO, rain. Insecure. She was discovered on YouTube. So she right. took matters in her own hands, start creating her own content. So if you create, um, you know, I learned that if you create product, if you're talented, and if you put it out there, somebody's going to see your material. But you have to create something. And she was using the camera phone. So it's no excuse. If you're good, People will find you, but they, but but they won't be able to find you if you don't create product. And people are creating films on their on their camera phones, so it's just no excuse. It was, it was just me being self motivated, and and not waiting around for someone to to give me a handout. It's like this is what I want to do with my life, so I'm going to make it happen, and I did. That's what's up. Okay, so let's talk about uh, you produced Shoelace. So talk a little bit about what that one's about. Oh no, I didn't. Um, I didn't produce Shoelace. I played the character of a producer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my bad, my bad. So talk a right. little bit about that one, anyway. Um, um, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, a, a student film. Uh, a young up and coming. Director um, asked me to uh, participate and wanted me to play a producer, but uh, but I did produce and write Chasing Denzel and uh, and starting Chasing Denzel. Um, nice. Yeah, and and basically Chasing Denzel was the story of myself and you know many many uh, minority actors who get put in the box, you know, I'm six foot three to two thirty five. So whenever I used to walk into rooms, they were like, Okay, well he can play the thug. He can play the you know you know the stereotypical roles. The heavy. And yeah, and 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 what inspired Chase and Denzel was I went to go see Flight, um, with uh with Denzel starring in it. And when and when I was waiting in line, because the line was, you know, almost around the corner. And when I was waiting in line, um, it it must have been maybe less than ten blacks in line. The rest were white mm. and other minorities. And I thought that was interesting. Um, um, but 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 it also let let me know that when you when 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 people looked at Denzel, they didn't see a black actor. It, they just saw a good actor who just so happens to be black. And as an African American male, we all inspire to have a career where 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 people stop looking at our colors and just and just start seeing us. And so 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 I wrote 
my story about me chasing a career like a Denzel Washington, but 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 ultimately coming to the conclusion that I will never be Denzel. I have to be the best version of me. So I was chasing Denzel in the process of finding myself. So that's what the movie is about. Yeah, and it's gotten some good publicity too. I mean, uh, you were you were it was featured in a lot of different places. Talk about that. Yeah, um, um, I got into the Silicon Valley uh, Film Festival, um, and then and then I I also got invited to the uh, to the Hollywood Black Film Festival, and uh, and then we got interviewed on me and the director got interviewed on CNN, and uh, yeah, and, and and from there. Um, we started getting offers for distribution. They wanted us to do a full-length feature, you know, feature film. And, yeah, so – and that was in uh, – we we filmed that in 2014, but we're still getting opportunities uh, just, just, just from that film. And so many people could identify with it because we're all chasing something, you know, and, 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 and trying to find ourselves in, in, in the – the concept was there, and as a matter of fact, um, Denzel Washington actually saw it and really liked it. So yeah, nice. That's amazing. That that's fantastic. Okay, so Sharif, so I know that you served uh, two tours over in uh, Iraq, and do, so do you think that experience gave you emotional? experiences and situations that have served you as an actor? Oh, yes, almost definitely. Um, it definitely gave me more life experiences, um, and it it gave me, the military gave me the tools to prepare for a career in acting. You know, um, in the Marine Corps, our creed is honor, courage, and commitment. And that's exactly what I needed to to have a career as an actor. You know, I needed to follow through. If, if I say that, that that I was going to do something, I needed to do it. Um, I needed the the courage to follow my heart and, and do the right thing, and, and and most most important, the commitment. Because being an actor, you're going to have you're you're going to have to deal with a lot of rejection, a lot of no's, a lot of doors slammed in your face and right. if it wasn't for the military I wouldn't have been prepared for it I mean you you have to understand that uh, I went um, to a performing arts school uh, where less than 200 of us graduated and mm. I think I think um, out of out of everybody that I graduated with maybe five of us are still in in LA acting Maybe two of us. Wow. So that's how hard it is. And these kids were talented, a lot talented than me. But it takes that sort of fortitude to persevere out. I mean, not 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 only here, but on the East Coast, this is a hard career. And, and, and a lot of people aren't built for it emotionally. So yeah. you know, I can definitely pull experiences in Iraq, but 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 I can also rely on the tools that I learned from 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 the Marine Corps because it's mm-hmm. because of those tools I'm still here today fighting a good fight. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you mentioned a performing arts school. I know one of the more prominent ones was uh, Shasha Kane Lee Strasberg Institute. So what are some of the lessons you learned there? Um, well, well, with uh, with, with the Lee Strasberg Institute, you know, it's um, it's a uh, method acting school. So a lot of the tools that I learned was um, the one thing. The most important thing I learned is to relax. You know, just just mm. relax. I mm. would go into auditions or anytime it was time for me to perform, I would be so tense. And yeah, it yeah. Was, it, it was written all over my face because the camera mm. doesn't lie. And when you're on stage in front of you know hundreds of thousands of people, you're naked. So. I needed to learn how to relax, relax. And um, and I learned to never be afraid to make a mistake. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist, and sometimes that, that, that would bite me in the backside. But I learned to, it's okay to make mistakes. That's why you're in school. You make your mistakes in school. You don't have to be right. perfect. You don't have to know everything, you know. And and yeah. um, and I learned uh, because when I came back from the war, I came back with a lot of mental issues from from combat. I um I was diagnosed with PTSD, so I learned how to channel my past in a healthy way. If something was too sensitive, I would back off on it. But but I learned how to control it. Just just right. especially when I had to deal with plays that deal with the military or something that was very sensitive to me. I learned okay, this is what I can use. I can I can I can pull these certain things from 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 my toolbox, and I can come back. Like I don't have to go so far off the edge that you know I'm back in the psych ward or something like that. Like I can I can. I can pull back. Um, so yeah, that was yeah those those were the uh, some of the tools that um, I learned at the Strasbourg Institute. Hmm. Yeah, and I know you have a stage background too. So talk about some of your your favorite stage roles. Um. Let's see. Uh, it'll probably be like one one of my most memorable ones was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Um. When I played Tom, yeah, um, that yeah that was uh, that that was probably my most memorable one for the fact that um, I was able to apply some of those tools about re- relaxing and not controlling the the outcome and just letting go and not knowing what was going to happen. Just don't plan anything. Just listen. Mm. And just let go, and and things started to happen that never happened before in rehearsal. Because I let go, I let go, and um, and another uh, another um, I in in performing arts school, we had to uh, do a one person show that we had to write, mm-hmm. and uh, and that really struck a nerve because um, I had to perform 
a one-person show about when I got home from Iraq and when I was homeless and mm. when I was when I um, was in jail for being homeless for, for being a homeless person, but I got put in jail and all of the uh, all all of the um, of the ad- ad- adversity that I had to go through to get here. Because I had been, um, I, I, I've been in L.A. for almost 11 years, but for the first six years, I was on the streets. And, I, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't start acting immediately because I had so many issues due, due to combat stress and whatnot, but um, I got help, and, and, then, uh, and then I went into form an art school as soon as I, as I – because I lived – in the VA hospital for a year, and then when 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 I left the VA hospital, I went straight to performing art school. So my graduation play was my one person show, and not a lot of people knew about what I went through. But I was able to write and produce and play all these different characters as to how I went from being homeless and in the streets to being in performing art school. And and the name of the play was um, I wasn't supposed to be here. This wasn't supposed to happen. And uh, hmm. yeah, and 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 it was so powerful, and it moved so many people that uh, that that I had performed it at at some um, at some smaller theaters, and, uh, and 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 it sold out for 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 about for about two or three months. But it was just so, oh nice. Yeah, it but. It was so emotionally draining because I had to revisit my past. It was was anything that I had to make up. It was right there in the surface. So yeah, but 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 that's another memorable one out of all the plays that I did. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. So, talk about some of the other films you've got coming up. Um, we have um, we we have the Brotherhood. Um, we have another one that we're going to be doing um, called Scar Tissue, and um, and Scar Tissue is about um, a young man who's just been released from prison, and he's trying to get back into his daughter's life. Um, uh, the mother of his child is is slowly dying from uh, throat cancer, and, uh, and 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 basically he just wants to be a part of his daughter's life and the mother is sort of reluctant because I was because the character was a drug dealer and she's basically like, you know, get a job, get yourself together and then I'll think about it. And and he's doing what he has to do and he can't find he 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 isn't able to find decent work. So um he gets an opportunity working Busting tables at a at a gay bar, and at this gay bar, he's given an opportunity to make some more money to take care of his family. But this opportunity goes against everything that he believes in. But he's sacrificing what he needs to do to take care of his kid. And basically, the story is about as a parent, what would you do? To take care of your child, or 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 what wouldn't you do? 
So uh, we have that one coming up. That's definitely going to be a challenging role for me. Um, and uh, and then we have another uh, another military film that I co-wrote called Beyond Duty, and uh, it's about a, um, a Marine Corps uh, recon team who gets orders that they don't agree with, and and basically this team has to decide: do they go against the orders and rescue these people, or or follow? those orders and let these people die and, and have to live with that. So we have that, yeah. I have that project going up too. And uh, yeah, so, so those are the ones right now. And, and then aside from that, um, me and my partner, Arson Rising, we're just pitching a lot of uh, feature film projects, uh, hoping someone bites, but, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's about it. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up with a few fun questions. So uh, think about this question a little bit. Uh, it's kind of a marketing question. Okay. So if you could if you could advertise yourself on a billboard, if you could advertise yourself on a billboard, what would you write? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What 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 would I write about myself? Um, yeah, you could advertise yourself. Um. Wow. I. Hmm. I don't know. I. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to market my like. I. I wouldn't know how to sell myself because I'm so. I'm. I'm many of different things. I'm. Uh. I'm the. I'm the. Uh. I. I would have to say. This is. This is. A, this is the story. Of a young man who turned tragedy to triumph. Nice, yeah. That's that's how I would market myself. Awesome. Um, I, I like that. I like that. Fantastic. So, talk about uh, any advice you have for young actors. Yeah. Um. The one thing, like the one big advice I have for actors is be be prepared to work like you've never worked before. Do not wait for somebody to give you a job. Create your own material. Create your create your own material. Create your own material and the definition of acting is doing. So you don't have to be on a stage or in front of a camera to be acting. You could be in a class. You can be reading. Are you reading any plays? Are you writing any material? That's part of acting. That's 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 part of being a professional. What are you what are you doing to to prepare yourself for the next level? Are you doing any student films? Do as many student films as you can because that's 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 part of learning. You're learning on the job. You need a reel. You need material in order for you, and and you need to constantly be working on your craft every single day. Every single day, you have to yep. work on it every single day because because there's somebody coming up right behind you that's working harder than you. So 
when you wake up in the morning until you go to bed at night, this is what I do. Um, I wake up at I wake up at four thirty in the morning, and I'm working. I'm reading something, and and at the end of the day, I look myself in the mirror and I ask myself, did I do everything within my power to get closer to my goals? And and if the answer is yes, then I can go to bed in peace. But if the answer is no, and I'm in the same place as I was last year. I have nobody to blame but the person in the mirror. So don't wait for someone to give you something. Create, even if it's on your camera phone, create something. Perform on the corner. Just, just if you really want to do this, you can do this anywhere. Bernie Mac used to be on the corner just cracking jokes. You know, if this is your passion, you'll find a way to do it. That's right. That's right. Okay, we're going to wrap up with uh, one more little fun question and then talk about how fans and uh, potential uh, producers can find you. So I'm going to ask you, what is, or who is your favorite female superhero? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. That movie's coming out soon. Okay, and then how how can people uh keep up with you? Well, you can definitely find me on uh on on, on Facebook, Sharif Walters. Um and I have my own website, Sharifwalters dot com. Um, yeah, that's um and I have Twitter but I really don't use Twitter that much. It it really doesn't make any sense to me. But yes, just uh Facebook Sharifwalters dot com or uh, or um or SharifWalters.com. Yeah, you can find me on there. That's awesome. Well, Sharif, man, it's been a pleasure. Thanks again. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. You too. Okay. Night. All right, folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Night. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than DC Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit DCMetroTheaterArts.com. That's DCMetroTheaterArts.com. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes a sound no one can find out 